This podcast is a proud member of the Blueberry Network. That is Blueberry with no E's dot com. Blueberry with no E's dot com. Remember, you drop the E's. Is it us? Or did online radio just get a bit more culture? To find out more, log into www.odacastradio.com. Odacastradio.com. Warning The Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Each week bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is Jello Kuhn and Zaldar. Oh, I've killed it. Oh, I've killed him. Oh, God. The horrid. No. Oh. <laughs> yes, welcome to episode. <laughs> You hung up on me. Oh my gosh. That bad. <laughs> is Tito Santana or no, not Tito Santana? Who is, is uh Is he dead? <laughs> I don't think he uh-huh. is. Carlos uh, if Santana. If he's not, he is now. If yes. you're listening to me, I guess, right? Carlos Santana is like, God, God, I am suing you. You were so sued. Uh, welcome to episode seventy nine of the Bonsai Beat. I am Jellicoon, along with my faithful co-host, Zaldar. Who can't sing for anything at all. I wish Simon Cowell was here right now. (laughs) And then he'd be like, whoa, that was horrible. Yes, British accent. He would would be, I'm going to shoot you now. I will murder you with rage. Mm Mm-hmm. Chris Benoit rage. Um, So this week, we bring you... Toko, a review of Toko, because, well, I watched it, like I said I would, so yeah, review of Toko. And you're upset. I am upset, and you'll see why. Uh, also got news, reviews, DVD picks, or What the Fuck of the Week by Sengaku Complex, and yeah, so, what have you been watching, sir? Well, watched the, uh... Continuation of Bleach on um, Mang on Manga Fox New on uh, Crunchyroll, where it's been so much fun getting involved in the forum on people who are so upset that they actually now have to pay or wait a week to watch Bleach. Yeah, it's <sighs> so if you're in that forum, I'm Zaldar. I'm the objectivist who is posting that you people are all idiots. It's great fun. That's awesome. uh, it's it's oh my lord! People who try to give philosophical reasons why it's okay for them to steal something. Yes, it's great. So yeah, basically. Uh, then I've been still been watching Brotherhood on Cartoon Network, which just gets e- even more and more awesome. Well, that's good. Um, Glad you're liking it. That's that is the crap. Um, still continuing my. 
rewatch of Evangelion. What episode are you so, up to? Uh, four now. Haven't Ooh-hoo. posted about three and four, but have watched up to three and four. Gotcha. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Um, yeah, uh, I've been watching... So I guess this show may not be uh, appropriate for me since I like Evangelion, but no, hey. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you have a reason to be watching it other than, hey, this looks interesting, let's check it out. Well, it is, but yes. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> I watched Toko last night, finished it up. Good stuff. Um, and then I started watching Gunnick Sword again, and I got episode three. And reality hit me. Gunnick Sword is a Gundam slash Cowboy Bebop wannabe. Like, Vaunt. The main character looks like Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop with a cowboy hat. And every episode is the same. Journey to some town for some reason. And have to pilot some... They call them, uh... Uh... Fuck, not forget what they call them. Anyway, he had to pilot the big-ass Gundam-looking thing. And he'd be like, oh, I don't want to get involved. Fuck this. And I'm not going to get involved. And I don't know. I am dropping the show, to say none the least, less, because <laughs> I was just like, this sucks. I've watched three episodes, and the characters do seem interesting, but Vaunt is like, oh, whatever, I'm me, I'm, I worry about me and only me, and I wear black hair and wear a black cowboy hat with a big-ass ring, and when I turn the ring around, my machine guy comes, Whoa. <laughs> Okay. I mean, episode three. I watched it. Don't know anything about it. Yeah, episode three was like these old geezers like flew this thing called the Elro, uh, called the Eldorado Five or something. Or uh, and they were like, oh, but Chizuru is dead. There's only four of us, and we look like the Power Rangers, Megazord or whatever. Look just like it. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty bad. That that is sad. I'm I also just been continuing, though not much, because there's only so much of it I can stand in watching House of Five Leaves, which is really just too shoujo for me, what? but has a very interesting story. How is it shoujo? Uh, just the art style. I mean, that's not shoujo. Pretty, art style has nothing to do with shoujo. Pretty men. They're not that's, pretty. They all look ugly. And they're lanky. Um, they're all spaghetti. All thin, pretty men stuff. I guess. That's uh, not, and it's you know it's interesting, but the art style gets to me a little bit. I guess not enough to stop me watching it because the story's interesting, but it's well, not my go. favorite type of art of um, art style. Mm-hmm. But uh, the so. Ah, well, yeah, that's about all I watched. I even watched K-On this week. I, well, I finished Big at HK. What, you didn't watch the K-On episode this week? I have not watched K-On in two weeks. Oh, K-On was the, just been the strange bathing suit episode this week, Yes, right? I know. I figured there'd be one eventually. Every anime series that contains cute girls, there is going to be a bathing suit <laughs> cute episode. Cute underage slash underage girls, yes. Oh, dude, even in freaking, like... Uh, I don't know. I've just become to expect it. I just call them every time I see it. 
I just say it's time for the obligatory episode, uh, swimsuit episode. Because that's what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. I swear, in anime right now, it's like, if you're going to have a cute girl, she's got to be in a swimsuit for one episode. Either they're going to go to the pool. All right, so this week we had E3, and uh, in my opinion, it was very lackluster. Uh, I know I said I'd probably cover it. Well, I'm not going to, because I didn't care that much. Uh, I know that Microsoft talked about Connect. They talked about the PLA Station Move. Some new games are coming out, of course. But uh, I know, Zaldar, you're really big into Civilization. Any news about that? Well, Civ Five won a bunch of awards that nobody's covering because uh, nobody cares about PC games. What kind of uh, awards? Oh, uh, best of E3 according to GamePro and this kind of stuff. Um, but they they give those out during during E3, yeah. During E3. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the crappy ass made up awards. That's what they are. Uh, they were not crappy ass made up awards. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes, they were. They were the People's Choice Award kind of things. People's Choice. But we did nothing. get there is evidently a free MMO now with a Jar Jar Herding minigame. Um Wow. Nothing wrong with that. Hmm. Wow, that's really entertaining. Exactly. It's just, it's stunt gun gun. You you get the highest score by leading uh, gun gun by leading Jar Jar into explosives and um, <laughs> piles of poodoo nets. There you go. All right, that's really disturbing. Fun shit. And yo. hilarious, and I think I'm going to go play it. There you go. Ah. Uh, but yeah, there's evidently a three the three D. Um, The, the 3D uh, Nintendo handheld. Oh, yeah, the 3DS. Fuck but, all that stuff. And PSP continues to die, even though that's the one I own. Eh. Uh, Can't complain there. Whatever. It is what it is. Fuck mm-hmm. PlayStation failed, finally, for once. Yay. Well, PS3 is still doing well, but PSP is not. Yeah, PSP is, I don't know. I don't know if people Which sticks me off because that's the one I bought. Yeah. <sighs> See what you get. Um. So yeah, that was the week of us. So it kept us busy. I gotta say though, the one thing I do gotta say, I wish there was more mobile options to cover stuff like that. Twit did a really good job on the Microsoft thing, but because I couldn't get on Wi-Fi and my cell phone at work, I couldn't figure out what was going on. And it pissed me off to no end. It's like, really? We're getting more interconnected. Why can't these fucking, like, websites be like, hey, we'll stream an audio version. Or a low bandwidth version of what's going on. No, we're going to put on Ustream, which is high-ass bandwidth. And maybe the cell phone company should give us more bandwidth, more speed. I don't know. I was kind of annoyed. I know I talked to a lot of people who are at work and they're like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm at work, you know, because I like listening. Because <laughs> my thing is, like, I like listening to music or a podcast, and I kind of get lucky with what I do right now at work. Is I can just throw on headphones and just fucking do my work, you know. Not, not. Uh, God damn it! One second. Yeah, come in. So how about we go into the news? All right. All right, indeed. 
Okay. 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 This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. Thanks, Anime News Network. The news. So, first off, the most important news that there is this week. A new Sekikan no Quasar anime has been greenlit. If you cannot get enough of boob-sucking action, yeah, this show's for you. <laughs> so, yeah. New section of the official Sekikan no Quasar anime website temporarily stated on Friday that the introduction of a new Sekikan no Quasar uh, anime had been greenlit. However, the June 20, 20th dated news entry has since been removed from the website. The entry which promised that had more details to follow uh, showed an image of the character K- K- was it Kaja? I don't know. Fuck it. So yeah. <laughs> more boob-sucking action. DMP CEO New Venture to launch 1,000 mangas 1,000 plus mangas online. Digital Manga Publishing President and CEO Hikaru Sashahara has confirmed with ANN that DMP intends to establish a new online venture in which fans can provide scanlations of manga titles that would be distributed digitally and legally with the permission of their Japanese owners. As first reported, uh, these transla- translators would be credited with each title and possibly compensated with a cut of the sales. Now, how epic is that? This guy's taking the very reason why people will spend their time and energy and effort, you know, to give back, and they do a good job. They can get comp- they can possibly get compensated now. Like now, yep. you're not in the underground lurker, you know, on the seedy parts of the internet. Now you're like, bam! I have purpose. There's purpose of why we're doing this. We're getting recognition for it legally. And I would think having translators you know, who want to do it, this is going to cut down on like the cost of hiring like Yen Press or whatever, you know, to to hire their people at, in studio or whatever. As long as they can keep the translation of a good quality. That's well, that's typically important. it. Though. That's very good, though. A lot of the big suburbs, or not suburbs, a lot of the big scanlators do a really good job. I mean, you've seen it. You've read them. The program is set to feature over a thousand manga titles, or as many as a few thousand, mostly in the boys' love genre. Well, there we go. This is going <laughs> downhill. To establish a following before branching into other genres. Oh, and possibly novels. Sashahara said that the business model will allow for DMP, the Japanese licensors, and the translators to each receive a cut of digital sales. Additional, oh, right. the, uh, and additional revenue will come from uh, diversity such as advertising and possibly television or other adaptations of manga titles. Titles that perform well online may also go into print. I really wonder how big the boys' love thing is over in Japan. For here, it's like, what? Boys' love? Ew. 
Mm-hmm. So, awesome. <sighs> so we've talked about this. Tokyo's non-existent use bill has been rejected by the Assembly. So for the last few months, a bill came up and it was like, Hey, we're sick of lollies. We're sick of lolly porn. We're sick of underage girls being depicted in anime as, I don't know, they were called harmful publications. And, uh, some politician was like, I need to fight this. It's for the kids. Gotta protect the children. And everyone got pissed off. Mangakas that were like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Obviously, we depict them. Like, cause it wasn't just like, no nudity of underage girls. Or children, I should say. It was, if they depicted in like any sexualized form, uh, which wasn't very, very clearly defined, it was going to be like, they are going to be edited out. It was ridiculous. And I brought up the good point, in my opinion, I brought up a good point of like, so it's a love manga, or you know, like a shoujo. And the main characters go to kiss, and they're in high school. They're going to edit that out? We didn't know. But now... No, we did not. The full Tokyo Metropolitan Assembly has rejected the bill to restrict sexualized depictions of non-existent use. So yeah, basically they're going to do what America does here. And get all fucked up and angry and throw people in prison or something. Because of, oh my god, those lines on a paper represent something. Oh my god. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, is an, there is a development ordinance in which already prohibits the sale of quote-unquote harmful publications to minors. Well, there you go. Younger than 18. Under the bill, the category of harmful publications would have um, encompassed sexual depi- uh, depi- depictions of non-existent youth such as manga, anime, games, and other materials. It would also designate material that would deal with antisocial acts of a sexual nature, such as rape and incest. So yeah, the Democratic Party of Japan, the largest faction in the Assembly with 32 out of the 127 seats, the Japanese Communist Party with 8... Wow, they actually have seats. So the Communist Party has 8 seats. Oh, that's disturbing. Sekai Katsushu Network, say that three times fast, whatever they are, they have three seats, opposed to the Tokyo governor and his liberal democratic party. So, yeah. Stop typing so goddamn loud. So the General Affairs Committee, you know, basically said, hey, we're not going to deal with this shit. They didn't pass. The biggest thing people had problems with, it was really vague. And mm-hmm. it like the like, one in America. Yeah. Well, we're not that vague, but we're still, pretty vague. It was pretty ridiculous. And even mangaka, legit mangakas, famous mangakas, were like, "What the hell? You're like stripping out things we can use in our mangas." And you know, and it wasn't just. And they weren't like, "Oh my God, we can't draw a rape manga anymore." No, it was like. <laughs> No, some of them were. I don't know, maybe. There was a great thing on Sankura Complex, I'd have to find it, but one of the mangaka wrote a manga about why the law was bad. And it was basically that, you know, the the perverts look read these rather than looking at real girls. Uh, that was the argument yeah. uh, from the 
that he did in manga form, and it was rather disturbing. Yeah, I, I okay. The legit mangakas who are well known, even was like, oh, this was a well known guy, yeah. evidently. Oh well, I don't know. I'm I'll saying find like the story in a minute here. Not a big deal. Um, it didn't pass, so that's all that really matters to the story. But uh, you know, I I don't know. It was just, I think if they come back. And define it a lot more and be a lot more broader of like, here's what we're going to allow, here's what we want to kind of deter. Because I know Japan, nations like England or Europe and the United States are all like, hey Japan, what the fuck, you got rape manga and lolly and that's bad. And they're like, we're going to dispel you from the eight, whatever they're called, the eight nations of greatness. I don't think they can get rid of them from the aid economies meetings. I don't know. They just get, well, they're going to put, like, sanctions. They do get upset, yes, but... They talk about, like, sanctions and shit, but... Seriously? They were just like, oh, after that whole rape lady thing. Fairly disturbing. They shouldn't... That, that is ridiculous. After that they whole rape lady thing blew up in America, they were just like, oh, my God, Japan has this all stuff. Wait, they still have child pornography, and they still allow it. Oh, no. Yeah, it's can. Kin, uh, Kintero Miru was the... Um, I have no clue who that is. Uh, it was the manga car for Berserk. Oh, well. So, he's definitely know. rather famous. But he's the one that did the uh, manga about the, the Lole band. Uh, we'll uh, send you the I, link I, I from know. Sankura Complex. Yeah, I really It was a rather it's all good, funny read. Yeah. So, anyway, moving on. Ebook publisher Bitway... Invest $750,000 in Crunchyroll. Whoa. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Awesome. Bitway, a Japanese distributor of electronic books and other online media <laughs> content, has announced on Tuesday, this was last Tuesday, it made a $750,000 strategic investment in the American media distribution website Crunchyroll. According to Bitway's announcement, the company aims to work with the Crunchyroll to build a comic distribution platform overseas, and with an emphasis on the United States and Canada. Bitway is a major distributor of electronic books, including manga, within Japan, and it intends to apply that know-how overseas. Japan's Topan, uh, yeah, Japan Printing launched Bitway in 1999, but Bitway was spun off in a separate company in 2005. Established in San Francisco 2006, Crunchyroll is best known for distributing anime and other Asian media over the internet to 6 million unique visitors every month. I did not know Crunchyroll was started in San Francisco. Yeah, I neither. Makes sense, though. Wow, I'm surprised because they had nothing but illegal crap for all those years. For at least two years. And that would be San Francisco for you. Well, no, but Jesus Christ. In America, you can be like, oh my god, you have an MP3 on your web server. We're shutting you down. But uh, they can host. But they can host, like, not all very that. effectively. Yeah, it's still. Point. And America wouldn't have to shut them down. I would say Japan would have to shut them down. But no, no America, because they could just be like DMCA copyright. Yeah, true. So, yeah. Okay. Good news, everybody. Good news. Hot Topic launches Black Butler merchandise. So if you want to run roll around town with Black Butler on your chest, 
You can now do it. Retail clothing chain, hot topic, has added merchandise from Yana Toboso's manga Black Butler. The merchandise currently consists of a t-shirt of A1 from Taylor Butler, Sebastian Michaels, in red on black background. The shirts are available in sizes ranging from extra small. You need it for your kid? For your four-year-old? To X to 3XL. The back Black Butler manga launched in Japan in September of 2006. And Square Enix's monthly G-Fantasy Shonen Manga Anthology. Yen Press licenses it for North America. And began serializing its Yen Plus Anthology back in July 2009. In October of 2008, a TV anime was produced based on the manga. And Funimation licensed it for North America. So yeah. Only got one thing to say to that. Oh, hot topic. When did this open? Two weeks ago. It used to be a banana republic. Of course. Freaking hot topic. That explains everything. It does explain everything. So yeah, you can get some, uh, some black butler crap. Huzzah for you. I got through the burn down part. That was the best part, man. Fine, fine. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I closed it. <sighs> burn down, down, hot topic. Burn down, hot topic. Let me hang burn up on you down, again. Burn down, hot topic. Finally, live action Akira film plans to get new at writer. Yeah. Yep. So apparently, uh, the source material isn't good enough. <laughs> well, they have to get a new, write a movie version of it, but, why? uh... Why don't you stay, why don't you stay faithful to the source material and move on? Well, you, so you can do that, it. but you still have to have a writer. The why? Collider.com movie news website interviewed producer Andrew Lazar... Jonah Hex, Space Cowboys, Get Smart, on the planned live-action Akira films, and Lazar revealed that his Akira team hired a new writer named Albert Torres to work with director Albert Hughes, Menace to Society, From Hell, The Book of Eli. <laughs> Lazar said that Hughes is off conceptualizing the movie with a bunch of visual artists in Name. pre-production development. God, the thing has been like in pre-production development for years. <laughs> for years. When asked about the challenge is of getting the project made as a big-budgeted, high-profile pro- studio release, Lazar responded, Akira happens to be something that Warner's Brothers management loves. They see the value in the title. They see the value in the franchise and what the underlying property meant. It's a pretty seminal piece. And so they think that with a guy who is a visionary director like Albert Hughes. Okay, he did Menace to Society from Hell in the Book of Eli. I won't think I would call him visionary. It is not pushing a boulder up the hill for Akira because, quite frankly, the studio is really enthusiastic about it. Lazar also confirmed that the first film will cover Kashiro Otomo's first three Akira manga volumes, and the next three volumes will be covered, hopefully, if we're fortunate enough to do a second one. So in other words, the first one's not going to have an ending that makes any sense. Uh. Screenwriter Gary Witta was previously attached to the product, which project, which actor Leonardo DiCaprio is producing through his Appian Way production company. Uh, according to ComingSoon.net, Mark Ferguson, Hawk Ostby also worked on the film's script before Torres was hired. 
goody. I've had so many people writing on it now that it's just just so with that many people writing on it, I get worried. This just sounds like it's full of win. You know, it's just gonna be so well. Hopefully, they can yeah. ground something useful out of this because Jesus Christ, you don't need that many freaking people mucking up their hands. I mean, what's so hard about staying faithful to the source material? What's so hard about that? Obviously, everyone liked it. When it hit America to begin with. Jesus Christ. This is like the one thing people are actually going to watch. Because they're like, hey, I saw Akira in 1991 or whatever it showed up. Um, now two, st- two stories on 3D TV stuff. <sighs> what now? Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. Um, but... S-H-U-K-U-F-U-K-U Shukufuku no Campanella television anime series is including a bath time extra for 3D televisions. No. So, the first use for a 3D television in Japan? Hentai porn. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. The first volume will ship on September 22nd. With a Ishio in the bath time extra, and it's also in 2D as well. You oh, don't right. have 3D CD. For the character Carney, as well as the first two television episodes, the opening and an- ending animation footage without critics, and television program commercial footage. Uh, the second one, oh, will have an extra with Mineta. The third one is going to have one with Chelsea, and the fourth has one with Angus. <laughs> and the fifth with Salsa, and so on. Angus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so if you want to watch your 3D stuff in your bath anime in 3D, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Uh, there's another 3D story here. The Atashi manga is getting made into a 3D theatrical anime. Uh, this is basically looks like a Shin-Chan manga. Why this is being made into a 3D anime, I do not know. But it will be, and it's opening in Japan on November the 13th. Yay. And then the manga writer that wrote Alive uh, died of liver cancer recently as well. Oh, bummer. Uh, didn't know him or his manga, but thought we should cover it. There you go. All right, you ready to move on? Uh, Tashida Kawashima. Ooh. Sure. Okay, then. What the fuck? You can't say any dirty words. Really? You can't say fuck? No. And you can't say shit? No. The bonsai beat. What the fuck of the week? Damn, dude, that kid is fucked up. All right. Our what the fuck of the week this week isn't that great. But maybe it is. Zoldar, what is our what the fuck of the week this week? Uh, which one are we doing? The one you the one wanted to do or the one I wanted to do? What do you want to do? <laughs> the one I wanted to do? Yes. Oh, okay. Well then, a school has banned skirts because they are dangerous to girls and women. Dun, dun, dun. Because men cannot keep their hands to themselves. <laughs> now let me find the story again because I thought we were going to do the one you wanted to do on that, the Xbox stuff. 
But uh, so evidently, girls can are, are no longer allowed to wear skirts in the UK at the school. A uh, school has banned girls from wearing skirts, claiming that they put girls at risk. The mixed sex secondary school located in North Yorkshire has banned skirts completely, lest innocent young flowers unknowingly attract the bestial attention of marauding males, <laughs> naturally inclined to rape any, young, any alluring young girls they come upon. Girls under 15 will only be allowed to wear modest black trousers, whilst older girls will be allowed navy blue skirts only if the hemlines are no more than three inches above the knee. The headmaster... <laughs> I love this. No, I just realized it's the death of the schoolgirl skirt. The head, well, it's in England, though. You know, how many England schoolgirls do you want to see in skirts, really? Tons! (laughs) The headmaster patronizingly claims younger girls under his charge are wholly unaware of the signals they are giving out. Yeah. Really? You're the ones picking out the uniforms. Do they not watch MTV? Do they not watch Britney Spears or even... What's the seventeen-year-old from the uh, from the Disney stuff? He's Hannah sexual. Montana. Oh, Hannah Montana. Yeah, whatever. Her let real me name let is. me ask this question though: Who makes those decisions of like, what do we want our children wearing this year? Well, the headmaster, I'm assuming. The, the school. school administrators. It's their own goddamn fault. <laughs> They're all guys. <laughs> Older, <Yeah>. probably. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Mister Tanner. Keep jacking off to all the girls in their skirts. Yes, right. But we won't let them know that. We'll just make them change what they're wearing. Maybe now, this then. next one I'm not totally sure about. Presumably he's unaware or, as is more likely, unable to admit that girls of this age are sexually active and sexually aware, as most clearly are. I'm not ready to say that most girls under 15 are sexually active. Sexually aware, yes. I'm sorry, but it seems like we're going backwards in time. Like, now what's next? They're going to start wearing, like, the old... Elizabethan era clothes when they're like we don't show anything when you show an ankle that's going way too far that's right the school admits that its inability to enforce a simple dress code on young girls has led it to ban skirts completely this quote is great I love this we have been seriously concerned now for a number of years that girls as young as 12 13 years of age are placing themselves at risk by wearing skirts of a wholly inappropriate length we are also aware that parents are becoming increasingly frustrated that the school seems incapable of imposing its authority on such young children so now it's the school's fault in in the end we could probably do so, but at the cost in terms of detentions and exclusions would be very high and disproportionate to the end we would achieve. So how exactly is banning skirts not going to be? So wait, parents are all pissy like, oh my god, the school isn't doing anything. Why are the parents expecting the school to raise your fucking kid? Fuck you if you can't, make, if you can't tell your daughter to stop dressing like a fucking slut. If you can tell your daughter, hey, I can see your frickin' panties, get upstairs and change your shit. Well, no, it's a school's fault? It's like in Japan, they go and make the skirts of different lengths by the time they get to school. That's Still! You but, should know what your kid is wearing. It's, it's, it's not it's the ridiculous school's... that, yeah, we could, we could do this yeah, and this really our is. dress code, but the, it would cost too much. Bullshit. So we're going to do something that costs even more. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, like, but that no. Cost too much. I'm sorry. If you can't, it's like here in America, same fucking thing. 
School's got to tell our kids about sexual stuff. School's got to tell me about what's going on. School's got to raise my kid because I don't want to. But then when something happens, I'll blame the school. God. The fuck is wrong with today's parents? Seriously. I'm freaking 25. And... What happened to the 60s, man? Like, everybody, free spirit. Fuck authority. This, that, the other thing. Now it's like all the parents grew up in the uh, they, late they, 60s they and 70s. That's what well, yeah, <laughs> but still. I just, God. It just seems like everyone wants to tell the kids today what's best for them. They also like to make their own decisions. Yeah, we have idiot kids and. I I don't know. I just I'm sorry, but this story it seems more like the school having to do something because parents don't want to deal with it. Is my interpretation. I agree. All right, two more Sakura stories because they're just so great. Uh, a boy engrossed in online gaming failed to notice his mother falling and subsequently dying, uh-huh. even though she was in the same room as him. All right, two guesses. What country was this person in? Korea. Uh, wrong. Go good guess. Second guess. Uh, uh, Singapore. Nope. Taiwan. Ah. The 13-year-old boy lived, to get, lived together with his parents in the city of Keelung in Taiwan and was reportedly an avid MMO player. Yeah. Having received a P- PC from his parents uh, as a birthday present. So engrossed was he that he didn't did that he did not notice when his mother fell and banged her head on an item of furniture, causing her to lose consciousness, even though she was less than five meters away. And a meter is like less than a foot. He continued playing even as his mother succumbed to her injuries, expiring soon after. The boy claimed he paid his mother no heed as she was prescribed sedatives, apparently the cause of her fall, due to a mental illness and occasionally slept on the floor. Yeah, why was she mentally ill? Because her fucking son was an idiot. (laughs) The noise of her hitting her head, he apparently ascribed her turning in her sleep. Yeah, since when people turn in their sleep, it sounds like they hit their head. Exactly. My God. Ugh. And then, evidently, the Xbox Slim has the same ring of death problem as every other Xbox made. Except now, Microsoft is like, we're not going to make them red. Oh, it's the green red ring of death now? No, now it's some on-screen error. Like the old Uh, Xbox used to be. (laughs) Alright. That's pretty hilarious. Yes. Alright. DVD picks are coming right up. Huzzah for that. Huzzah. It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. All right. There is, again, not much coming up this week. It's a new week and not much. We should just go ahead and change our opening for that. It's a new week and, again, not much is coming out. Yeah, well, it's summertime. I am not surprised. Um, so this week... There's only like five things coming out, but a very good show, which I own. Suzuka, the complete collection. Very good show. I reviewed it on the show. Go buy it. Because I said so. I think I chose X next last week. Uh, I've 
don't know if I can say any of these. Uh, yeah, I don't think I can, really. I don't know enough about the second season of All My Goddess. The first season was good. Well, you know don't, it, then. It's, I, I haven't watched the second season, either. Oh, I, I know, yes, I have. I don't I've like watched Afro a little bit Samurai. The Giver movie was okay, but I don't know anything about the anime. Never heard of Heroic Age, La Corda de Oro, I don't know anything about, and I'm sure as hell not going to recommend a mobile suit Gundam. Oh, yes, you are. So, I don't think there's anything I can save your money this week and wait till a better week when more stuff comes out. I already know. Naruto comes out next week, so. (laughs) Wait, what? Are you? No, there's nothing next week either. Actually, I'm looking at next week and I'm like, wow. uh, I'm sure as hell not going to recommend Initial D or Naruto, so. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, good job. Mm-hmm. Wait until the 6th of July when Maria Watches Over Us comes out. That's good. Now, that's a re-release, isn't it? Uh, it's the season 4 collection. So oh, I think okay. So, yeah. Man, that's been going on forever. That is crazy. I thought it's been... hot that comes out on the 6th. Apparently. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Titty, titty, bang, bang, as a hentai comes out. <laughs> yeah, you know you want it. Well, of course. Exactly. All right. You ready for some toko action? Yes, toy doctor comes out on the six too. So there you go. So that was like the outro to Toko, with the English action going on. Gotta love it. So yeah, Toko. It is a supernatural suspense show with blood and guts and girls and their boobs and that sort of thing. So it follows this guy named... Shindo Ranmaru. He's just graduated from the police academy. Everything's going great. He joins the special mobile investigations force, or the MS, or is it the SMIF? On the day of his graduation, though, he meets the half-naked girl he's been having dreams about. Her name is Sakura. It turns out she works for a secret group within the police division known as Toko. So, basically, there was this mass murder at the old apartment she used to live in, in Machida, five years prior to when the anime starts. His parents were murdered, tons of people's parents were murdered. And since then, crazy things have been happening since those mass murders. These monsters, like, come and attack a person, and that person turns into, like, this crazy-ass monster, and this special group known as Toko goes and takes care of him. So, basically, what happened was, like, long... They just don't even give a date. They're just, like, Aristocracy or so people in the way-back-then time. They wanted to, like, take over the world. So they made alchemists make... Open the gate... Make a box and open the gates of hell. 
called the Box of Druge. There's always a great idea. Exactly. <laughs> let's, let's open the gate to hell. Yeah, what, exactly. what could possibly go wrong? So the alchemists... God. Exactly. The alchemists opened the gate of hell, and they were all promptly murdered. <laughs> all probably murdered. Gee, what a surprise. So the alchemists destroyed the box and broke it up into 108 pieces and scattered it around the earth. Now these now the gates of hell are still open in, in the apartment building that was once there. And now, like it's I said, these there. monsters go around getting into humans and fucking them all up. And then, like... Didn't they show this on the Sci-Fi channel at one point? I think I saw some of this. I'm not sure. Yeah, they did. I recognize it. They must have censored the shit out of it then. Um, not much, no. I remember watching it going, my god, I can't believe they're not censoring this. But, uh... I didn't watch most of it because okay. it was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, the story is pretty crazy. So, mm-hmm. like I said, so the monster thingies, like, attack the humans and they turn them into monsters. And, basically, um... It follows a guy named Shindo Renmuro, like I, Renmaru, like I said. Um, he wants to get revenge on his parents' death. He wants to know why they had to die and all that good jazz. You know, your typical revenge story plot. With super intense blood. <laughs> super, yeah. So, um, basically, it starts with him graduating, him kind of learning the ranks in his M- SMIF. But then he goes back to the apartments to investigate, and he gets this crazy-looking tattoo, like, put on his arm by some purple smoke. <laughs> well, we find out that he's known as a symbian, because... Remember this. There, there was 12 uh, alchemists that opened the gates of hell. Well, it turns out there was 12 people all about the same age. They are all kids at the time. You know, early teens at the time, who... I should say mid-teens, because now they're, like, graduating and all that from police academies and stuff. Um, that they were all spared, but now they have a... They, they, they chase what's known as phantoms. So they all have a phantom living inside them. Well, every time they kill a phantom, they drop a piece of the box. Well, so far, they've only found 13 phantoms. So, so this becomes li- uh, and eventually this becomes like um, uh, Inuyasha or no nothing like that. Well, b- a bloody bloody Inuyasha. I mean, no, we must find like all that. the demons so we get all the pieces of the box. I guess. So yeah, what they want to do is get all 108 pieces and uh, you know put the box back together and close the gates of hell so they can stop. And they said. In two years' time, if they don't do it, the human race is gone. So, yeah. Um, Shin, uh, Renmaru joins Toko after fighting one of the phantoms and getting to know the girls in Toko. And all the girls in Toko are hot. One walks around with a leather jacket, but she keeps it unzipped. But yet, somehow, the leather jacket stays on her boobs. And never moves. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the best character by far in the show is the chief of police. Oh, he he's fucking, fucking hilarious. Epic. I remember him. He's like, 
the chief of police. He's fucking angry. He's the chief of the SMIF, which shouldn't do, which shouldn't, you know, Ron Moody starts at. And he's like always angry and gives a rookie shit. And oh, the first, yeah, yeah, like yeah. two days that Ron Maru is working there, he has to do toilet duty. He's like, you're fucking rookies. You're fucking bottom feeders on the fucking chain of command. You go clean the fucking toilets. Goddamn rookies. And yes, he uses the F word constantly. <laughs> I am not exaggerating that. Nope. And yeah, he's epic. Um, but the story overall... Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and run, uh, before I get to that, run, 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 blah. When Maru also has a sister who's like a traffic copper, she just works in some other division of the police, and she treats him like a younger, like his son almost. She acts like the very overprotective mother, but she's very well natured and well meaning. So he lives with her, and uh, yeah, we meet a bunch of little, bunch of different characters throughout the show that factor into the ending in one way or another. I'm not going to give it away. But the, the show is pretty straightforward. It's a lot of following uh, Ron Maru through his rookie days, getting into Toko, finding out what the real is going on. Like, throughout the series, there's always a cover-up. Toko is this big secrecy thing, you know, and the SMIF is like, oh my god, what's going on here? You guys are chopping up these undead monster things, but by the time we get there, everything's cleaned up, and, you know, they go to look through the files on the computers, and all the files are, are, you know, encrypted and password protected, or fake, you know, news stories are being replaced, you know, on, everything is being faked on the police computers, and the media is being told lies constantly about what's going on to try to hide the fact of what really is happening. So, um, yeah. Um, it's super, like I said, it's a supernatural, like, horror kind of genre. It's not as graphic as, say, Gantz or Elfin Lied. But it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty close. It's pretty bloody, though. But, I mean, you're not going to get... seriously, is there anything that is gra- as graphic as Elfin Lied? Yeah, go watch Gantz. <laughs> that's the first anime I ever saw where you actually had suitcase girls. Have you, ever, oh. have you ever watched Gantz? No. Watch Is it Gantz. worse? Yes. Watch Gantz, okay. Gantz, they have like point blank headshots and you'll oh. see the brain matter like fly everywhere. Oh, great. Or <laughs> limbs with it still moving or like just, you know, the, the crap coming out of it. The muscle falling out of the, the limb. Okay, you can stop now. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, that's Toko right there for you. I mean, like, it's starts off with this happy-go-lucky guy, like, having these dreams, you know, and you're kind of like, what the hell's going on? To, like, meeting Renmaru and his sister and, and finding out there's been these horrible murders and all that good jazz. The story overall wasn't... It was interesting. I mean, I finished nine episodes or so last night. It kept me interested... But it didn't move very fast, and the timeline of events just seemed really weird. Like, when we start the show, there's been like nine or so phantoms. By the time you finish, they've gone through like 18 of them. And, and I don't really know 
they didn't do a really good job of spacing out the events in terms of like trying to figure out like oh the three days have passed or four months or a year you know what I mean mm-hmm. and what what really bugged me was near the end of the show the box pieces would just fly out of any fucking monster so at first they explained it like you get the headhunters you get like the big phantom beasts that drop a that drop a uh, a box piece but they control minions that are like these green monsters that seem pretty easy to kill because they only get to do it with one sword. And, like, they slice them once and they're dead. Um, and then the minions also have, like, these spore-type things that they spit out. And if they come in contact with you, you also turn into, like, a minion. And at first they explain, like, you've got to kill a phantom. There's 108 phantoms. And they each piece. They have a box piece in them. And, they, you know, whatever. Near the end of the show, box pieces are falling out every which way. Like, it's one of the near-end scenes. Like, they're running away, trying to get to some building. And they start killing all these minions. And all of a sudden, like, box pieces start falling out. Like, it's raining box pieces. It's raining box pieces. Exactly. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Why are all these pieces just falling out for no reason? Because they weren't phantoms, I don't think, that were killing or going after them. So, it was pretty crazy. But, um, like, the timeline of events it were just crazy. should have been too. longer. That was my, that's my, was my main thing. Yeah, when I they, they really like, did too rush. Too freaking short. <laughs> yeah, 13 episodes. They did rush it. And, um, they, I mean, like, there were some good plot twists, and you get to learn more, like, their souls can be taken over once they turn into a phantom, or they're, quote-unquote, awoken. Like, there was one scene where Sakura had to go inside Ranmaru, because his soul was being taken over by, uh, an evil, like, the phantom was starting to awaken, or something, you know, that was kind of out of left field. You know. But yeah, like the first six or so episodes are just like, oh, hunky-dory. And the last seven episodes are like hardcore, like, alright. But they really don't get to the really hardcore meat and potatoes until like episode ten. Yeah. So then they gotta rush everything. I mean, it was crazy. And, um... Yeah, that's pretty much what I remember. Yeah. As well. Like, the last three episodes, you're like, alright! Finally, something's going on. And, and then it's done. And then it's done. <laughs> and then what pissed me off the most, and this isn't necessarily a spoiler, but all of a sudden, they're fighting, 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 and all of a sudden, next scene, everything is all happy again. But then they're like, oh man, I can't believe that stuff happened. Is it really over? And then when you watch the show, you understand what the earthquakes mean. A huge earthquake happens. And they're like, do you think it's really over? Not yet by a long shot. And you hear the one main evil guy, like, laughing. But if you watch the scene before, it's just like, okay. Like, the ending made no sense. Because, like, like I said, they just cut to, like, a happy-go-lucky scene. It's like, 
All right, I just watched. Let's see, thirteen episodes at half an hour piece. You know, six hours, eight six hours. Six hours. You know, six and a half hours worth of anime, and nothing gets resolved. They just leave a big, huge, gaping. Yeah, this show isn't over. Which leads me to wonder, because they got so late in the game, like, so much of the first six or seven or eight episodes was trying to put all the pieces together, along with learning what's going on. And it wasn't until the last three episodes that Shindo was like, okay, we're going to start kicking ass and taking names, and... You know, start to right all the wrongs, you know. And then they were just like, oh, show's over. I really wonder if this is supposed to be 24 episodes or something. And I was very, very disappointed when it ended like that. Because I was like, really? Thank you for wasting six and a half hours of my life on this somewhat interesting show. I mean, I had this show... For two years, sitting on my shelf, and it was still in the plastic wrap. I unwrapped the main plastic wrap, but all three DVDs were individually wrapped again, which is lame. But I mean, this is just one of those shows that you throw on your shelf, and you'll get around to it. And then when you get around to it, you're like, alright, what have I missed? Not much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, damn, this show was done in 2006, it's 2010. Four years ago. So, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I was just really pissed off with the ending. That's what really bugged me the most. The characters were semi-interesting. They had nudity because they could have nudity. Like, where they placed the, where they placed the tattoos on the people. The guy, Shindo had his on his arm. But for whatever reason, all the women had him on, like, their chest or their upper shoulder. And they were like, here, look at my tattoo. Here, unexpected boob shot for no apparent reason. <laughs> you know? Because they can. <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know, I, I just, it just seemed really the ending tacked together like they ran out of money or something happened to become, thir- even a 13 episode. That's kind of a weird number. I never understood why anime would be like, hey, we're 13 episodes, we're 9 episodes, you know, not keep it the 3, 6, 9, 12, you know, standard, you know, end in a even number, or whatnot, you know? Yeah, don't know. So, um, I mean, it was fairly good, and you can watch it now on Netflix streaming, that's where I watched it last night, I didn't feel like I'm wrapping the other DVDs, I saw it was on Netflix, I was like, oh, I'll finish it then. Um, Netflix is stuff, though. I noticed some uh, synchronization issues. Um, there was a couple of sync issues where, like, they talk and, like, granted, they're trying to mo, you know, mo- the flaps. You try to get as close, but I mean, like, even like events would happen and it'd be like a split second before it happened on screen. But uh, I don't know if it was just my, you know, my. Uh, I just don't know if it was just a matter of you know the streaming or whatnot, but on the DVDs they were fine so I don't know um but that's Toko it's definitely gets you know 18 plus rating 
whatever. I mean, it's not meant for kids. It's not meant for teenagers. The one thing I gotta say I like, though, I like the show in terms of they didn't dumb it down. They didn't put moe cutesy girls in there. The girls were cute, but they were realistically cute. They all didn't have but that's But that's your favorite stuff, man. Those oh, ridiculously yeah. moe cute girls. Come on. Yeah, there you go. But, um, <laughs> no, what, what I liked was they knew they were targeting the adult audience, and they kept it at that. Like, they didn't dumb things down. They didn't sugarcoat shit. It was gritty. It was great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they knew, like, we're making an anime for 18-plus viewers. We're not going to make this shit for high schoolers. We're not going to make... None of these people... I'm a high schooler! All right! No. It was... We're all young adults. And, yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. That's the one thing I love about the show. Was it's a show where you don't have to deal with stupid ass teeny drama issues. You know? Like, they stick to the story as well, you know, as well as they can. I read some reviews before I reviewed this myself. And it seems like either you're going to enjoy the show or you're not. If you were, yeah, Anime News Network hated it even more than you did. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I don't hate the show. It was mildly interesting. It's just like the way things end, the way the story just shifts gears is just crazy. And like how they can't keep the consistency of what's going on in terms of how the enemies drop those box pieces and this and that and you know, it makes no sense again because one of the main characters, one of the main enemy, the main enemy was like, I have found all 108 pieces, and you're the last one. But yet, the pieces are still dropping out of all the phantoms. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, what? that makes sense. Is there 216 pieces that we don't know? <laughs> you know, was there two boxes made? You know, it's just like, what? It's stuff like that. You question, like, what's the right. point? You know? Stay true to your own world. Yeah, it's like they start, like, making things up episode by episode. And after a while, you're just like, I, I think I'm going to stop thinking about it and just watch. So, I would give a... I gave it a 6 out of 10. It was interesting, but the ending really kills it. And All that's right. unfortunate. And that happened... You know, I've begun watching anime where I just don't expect a happy ending or ending I'm going to like or want. Really, I have. Like, I'll get to the last episode and I've just been questioning myself, how are they going to fuck it up now? <laughs> you know? I finished, um... Beacon HK. Once again. They ended it alright. But it wasn't really what I was really wanting or expecting. And maybe it might be they're going to make a second season or some bullshit. I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like a lot of animes today, or in general, always leave gaping holes. Or never wrap anything up. Because they expect yeah. a second season or some bullshit. 
And uh, I don't know. Another another topic for another time, I guess. I agree. But yes. But that is Tolko. Um, fairly interesting. Good character design. The one thing, oh, you know, sorry. Uh, the one thing I forgot to mention was the 3D effects. Did you watch any of the episodes where they had car chases? Yeah, but I don't remember them being in 3D. They were, dude, you could easily tell they rendered them in 3D. Hmm. They looked awful. Like, all of a sudden they get into a car, and it looked like you're watching a video game. A poorly simulated video game, you know, rendered video game. Luckily there wasn't that much, but still, I thought it was funny as hell. When you could tell because of the movements were so precise, and there was no animation of the, from the you know, same as the characters in the background, you could tell they were in a 3D car on a 3D surface, you know, rendered on a computer. It was awful, but yeah. So that's Toko. Check it out if you're into the supernatural horror genre. You might like it. Just don't expect to be blown away. So. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, I wanted to give this as a... I think it's, it's a good show, and the advertisement for it on ANN is fairly entertaining. They, they are streaming When They Cry now. Uh, they're, um, oh, yeah, they're ta- about that. Their tagline for it is, uh, Cute little girls do very bad things. Yes. In English. Exactly. In English. <laughs> Which is a pretty much, yeah, for a dubbed When They Cry, that's a great description. Well, yeah, Jenny on... <laughs> Jenny on did it. Uh, originally oh, came up was, with it. That was there. That's somebody else's. That's not A and N didn't come up with that. No. Well, no, no. no. I'm saying Jenny on came up with the show originally. Oh, yeah. Then it was rescued by Funimation. That's such an awesome. Show. But yeah, no. Uh, about that, um, I listened to the A and N podcast. They said every two to three. He said he, Justin Savica said he has so much work. He has so much crap. And even got a big ass truck. He's like, yeah. Funimation came back and was like, oh, we see you got your player working. Here's more crap on top of the stuff we already gave you. Awesome. He said he's predicting he will be launching two to three new series every like two days until like September or October. I hope. Wow, I Dude, I could see A and N for people who don't want to watch the newest, latest, and greatest on Crunchyroll. I could see A and N seriously becoming a contender with so much stuff that they're coming out with. Yeah, I, mean, I, want, I got, hope they get. The, they're not, they're probably not going to get it, but I hope they get the second season of. Um when they cry, I don't think uh, nobody ever did it. it. Never got licensed. Oh, uh, I know. I'm just saying. I hope somebody. Oh, that somebody it. does it. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so here it's even better. In now, the first season, and the first season was freaking awesome. How do you awesome. get? How do you get? Is it the ANN TV under video? I just AnimeNewsNetwork.com/slash uh, video. Slash video. Oh, okay. So let's see here, because they've got some. But yeah, I couldn't believe it when he said that. I was just like. He's like, I've got so much fucking work ahead of me. He's like, I've been coding nonstop. Yeah, they got All My Goddess, Aquarion, Area 88, Astro Boy. <laughs> no one's going to want to watch that. You can even watch... Bacano. Um, ooh, good show. 
Black Blood Brothers. They got Bamboo Blade. Yes. Baltar Force EXE. Blast Rister. Blast Rister. Oh, they've got Bleach Uncut. Well, shit. You know, Hikaru No Go. Watching Vampire Bleach Night. there, then. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh, sub. Got Code Geass. Yeah. Devil May Cry, Descendants of Darkness. God, that was an awesome, awfully bad show. Ooh, they got Death Note. Uncut. They cut parts of Death Note. What? Nice. <laughs> Dear Boys. <laughs> uh, El Casdor de la Bruja. Ooh, they got Fist of the North Star. Ah, oh, they got Fairy Musketeers. So there you go. <laughs> you, I the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm just amazed that, like, now it seems like Wow, and of all people, and of all people, get all this stuff. You no longer yeah. have to go to Hulu, Funimation.com. I mean, you pretty sure you find all duplicates at Funimation.com, but I you got know. a bunch of Inuyasha. So cool! <laughs> now you have a lot to watch there while you're job hunting there, Zoldar. Uh, Resume in one window and. <laughs> and a man and another. Girl yeah. and another. No. That would be a mistake. Nana. Nana. There you go. Nice. Ooh, something Ooh. called Murder Princess. Dude, I reviewed that show. Really? It was before your time. Uh, okay. Is it any good? Mm, listen to my <laughs> review. I think okay. it's episode 39. Go to bonsaibeat.com. Click the uh-huh, review tab. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, you can click the show name, and it will start playing the episode in which the review I in the show I reviewed. So I got a bunch of Robotech. Okay, there's a Robotech that has something to do with Macross. That's rather weird. It's probably a cross. Ooh, they got Sergeant Frog stuff too. Damn. Ooh. Okay, there's something that's called Save Me Lollipop. That's just yeah, wrong. Yeah, Save Me Lollipop, John. Yeah, Where the hell are you seeing this list? I clicked the anime. Where are you seeing this big ass list, though? I've, I've just I clicked on a particular anime, and it'll show you all the others on the very bottom. So I clicked on the "When They Cry" uh, advertisement, and that gives me the list. Because like all I see is like shampoo and full, you know, Vampire Night, and I think it just brings you links to. They got some music videos and um, a bunch of trailers, too. Oh, yeah, they've been doing the trailer thing. Yeah, this just brings you right over to the video. Man, it's the one thing i got to say now. Ultron. <laughs> okay, they got to get this, like, cleaned up or something. Make it a little more accessible. Because if it's me, I'm having a hard time, like, just finding a listing of what they have of, as all. I click the little video tab, and then click anime. Yeah. And then now it's nothing. They show me six different things I can watch. But where's like yep. the list? Where's of the list of everything? Things? Yeah. So I'm gonna email them and ask them to do that. Um. Anyway. So yeah. Check out my Murder Princess review. It's, it, it was it was all right. It's only three episodes long. Murder Princess is. Ah. So, okay. But is there anything else you'd like to say before we uh, sign off for the week? I do not think so. Huh. You got a One Piece on there, too, looks like. Yeah, Funimation, baby. Oh, no, I'm seeing uh, if you click on anime, anime.com slash video slash anime, I'm seeing uh, 
if you go down, I'm mm-hmm. seeing a bunch of everything they have. Oh, here it is. You know what? I think uh, my Firefox just didn't load the entire page or something. Oh, still Dear it's... Boy. Yeah, Astro Boy, Aquarion. Uh-huh. Eureka, uh, bunch of Eureka 7. Three uh, Musketeers yeah. was such a great show. So they, okay, yeah, that's a little better. They still need to clean it up a little bit. This is like classic HTML. Like, literally, this entire page is... Gun Frontier. Know anything about that? Hell yeah, they had Hayate season two. Yeah, Honey and Clover. All right, I'm gonna go watch that shoujo crap. <laughs> yeah, they got ass tons. And they oh. got all of Inuyasha, man. They got stuff from Crunchyroll too. They got this Ka-san's mom's life. Seems like a lot of stuff is lifted from Crunchyroll as well. Hmm, maybe I don't know. Anyway, they got Kashi. That's the one that they're showing on um. Funimation, or on uh, Anime... Anime... Uh, no. Cartoon Network right now. Yes, correct. Oh, they have Monster. Oh, fucking awesome. Like, I didn't get to see all of that. There you go. Oh. Oh, but they only have 42 of 74 episodes. Well, 42 is still a lot. I think you I know, but I want to see them all, damn it. I'm going to well, have to ask if they're getting the rest of that. Dude, you're going to not finish 42 episodes in one damn day. Calm down. I know, but are, are they getting the rest or are Pro- they not? Yes, they probably they're are. They're getting the rest of them. I guarantee you they are because why the fuck would they do that to you or to anybody? Because they hate my ass and yes, they, they hate they're me. all tra- trying to get me? No, they are. It's because <laughs> they have a very specific release schedule. Not specific, but they're oh, releasing God. so many. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this must be like the one of the oldest animes ever made. They have one that's called The Mysterious Cities of Gold that is just like the animation quality is so old school. They're stick, <laughs> they're stick figures. No, it's just it's just very 80s anime. It's kind of entertaining. Or 70s. Quite possible. There you go. So, check out ANN. Yes, check out BonsaiBeat.com. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about this or older episodes, visit www.bonsaibeat.com or subscribe to us in iTunes by searching The Bonsai Beat. You can also follow us on Twitter, username Jellocoon, or send comments, questions, and feedback to our email, bonsaibeat at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voicemail at Skype, username Jellocoon. If you are looking for other great anime podcasts, check out Otakast Radio. That's O-T-A-K-A-S-T. Hit their website at www.otacastradio.com. 